Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 35 of Betting with the Bears, the special episode, our first weekend. Yeah, we got our... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it is our first weekend episode. Yeah, I don't think we've done one. Yeah, well, yeah, our our special NFL special, which is... um, TBD determined on uh, if we're going to do this moving forward, like we said in, in yesterday's pod. But that's all right. We'll uh, we'll take it from here and we'll see how this one goes, and, and then we'll we'll assess as we move forward. Yeah, and also assess the NBA schedule as well, depending on if the NBA series get closed out the rest of this weekend. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, like like Puneet said, this is just going to be an NFL special. So our Monday we'll resume our normal scheduled pods, going over all the other sports. But today. Since NFL starting, strictly NFL, no NBA, NHL, tennis, rugby, cricket, none of that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely nothing else besides football, football, American football, American football, NFL. That's it. Exactly. I like it that way, though, because, hey, there's there's a lot of games. This is week one. We need the excitement, and, and I'm down for this. This is going to be a fun pod. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's a ton to talk about with it being week one. Um, and these are only going to be Sunday's games, so we'll talk about Monday's games on Monday. Yeah, um, so just just the Sunday ones. Um, so yeah, let, let's just get into it. So to, to start off the bat, as of right now, we're recording this. Uh, this is Saturday's pod for Saturday. Um, there's no right now. There's no prediction of weather being a heavy influence on any of the games on Sunday. Um, the highest chance of rain for any of the games is the Jets at the Bills, and that is 49 percent chance of rain. So if that changes, we will um, make a note of it. Obviously to go on. Um, but before we go into any of the games, I just wanted to get that out there before we go into any of the games, uh, instead of doing a trivia, we're going to do an interesting one um, or not an interesting one. We're going to do a non-trivia question, but still a question, just a discussion one. Ooh. Um, all right. Yeah. So Puneet, um, if the NFL was just redrafting the entire league, so any, everybody was available. You had okay. the first pick. Who would you take except for Mahomes? Cause he's the obvious one. Oh, but well, yeah. <laughs> Contra- contracts, age, everything counts, but the entire NFL gets reshuffled. And you're you, Mr. Chopra, the GM of the Washington football team, you are you have the first pick. Who are you taking? Ooh, that, so Mahomes is not allowed. Yeah, because he's the yeah, he's I mean, the yeah, obvious he's obviously one. number one. Huh. Yeah. That's I need to think about this one. Um, I have my answer if you wanna if you wanna wait, or sorry if you wanna um, if, if you wanna hear mine and then talk through it. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think I have mine too, but uh, I'll have to think a little more, so you can go first. So I was debating between two people. Okay. Um, I was debating between Russell Wilson, Okay. because I, I just think he's incredible, and, and I think if you put him in the Chiefs offense, he can give you 90% of what Mahomes does. Yeah, okay. And I was also, and he hasn't played an NFL snap yet, but I'm all in on Joe Burrow. That's That, that was going to be mine, was, was Joe Burrow. Yeah, so he was my official pick, was also Joe Burrow. I, <laughs> of course, I, we agree. Yeah, of course. That's funny. Uh, we don't even need to see him play a snap to know. I think he's going to be stellar. And, and even if he struggles this year, there's a long list of quarterbacks that have struggled their rookie year yeah. that, that have still been good. Um, and I just think that he has it all. He's the most unflappable person I've ever seen in, in the pocket. And, I, and that's what carries over is someone who can handle a pocket well. Um, yeah. Well, actually, here's a, here's a good kind of branch off of this. Is it – are we doing a 2020 NFL draft or 2021? Because if it's 2021 – I might, I might try to sneak Trevor Lawrence in there. 
No, you. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I still. I mean, granted, we have an entire college football season go, but I think I would still. But I think Burrow's still a better prospect than Trevor Lawrence. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's all personal preference at, at this point. But yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, guess hell, anybody's available. Like, like I said, you're you're drafting a team. I guess I don't know. I guess all right, well, not. then I'm taking Puneet Chopra and giving him a huge multi-million dollar contract. <laughs> well, you're trying to win games, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, anybody of eligible, I would say, that's currently in the NFL. So, Trevor okay. Lawrence, and, yeah, and that gets to Unfortunately yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, you can't draft yourself and go 0-16 either. Yeah. Well. Um, but, yeah, I guess that wasn't as much fun as I thought because I, <laughs> I, I didn't think – I wasn't sure if you go Burrow. But, yeah, I mean, I – I think Burrow's going to be incredible. I don't know. The Bengals are such a just a mockery of a franchise, but they did have like five, six, like I think five straight playoff appearances with yeah. with, with, with Dalton. And yeah. Burrow is not even in the same stratosphere as Andy Dalton. So he might have his growing pains in year one, but I think that I think he's going to be like a fixture mainstay of the league for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, you see him in in the in uh, when he was at LSU and in NCAA. I mean, he was cool as a cucumber uh, his his last season there, and um, you know he he definitely got all the accolades and then was given all of the fame and the glory, but with reason, I mean, he was playing lights out. Um, the LSU was just so good and, and he led that team beautifully and, and it, it's going to, it may not translate year one, but it 100% will translate in the NFL. Yeah. I 100% agree. The only thing I worry about is everything surrounding Burrow. I'm not worried about him. I don't know if the coach is any good in Cincinnati. I know their front office is a joke. Yeah, I, I think that he's good enough where he can transcend that. So the matter is, or it's, it's going to be basically a matter of, like, does he have sustained success for 12, 10, 12, 15 years? Or do they just have kind of one, of, or maybe like sporadic, really exciting seasons? But right. um, that's what it comes down to. I, I mean, if he had gone to like a, a well-respected organization, like let's say the, the Packers bottom out, Rodgers gets hurt, he goes to Green Bay, that's that's life-changing or let's say the Patriots did that something like that like, if he goes to a good organization then they're gonna that's just I mean that's a that's a the ceiling a, is a roof that's a golden ticket <laughs> yeah um, I, I agree with that yeah anyways I uh, almost forgot about the discussion but wanted to make sure we got that in there um but yeah so like I like I said before the only game that might have a weather factor is the Jets Bills and we're so we're going to discuss these games as if there's nothing to worry about there yeah, I mean, I, I think at this point, I, that's awesome. Week one, we we have no weather. Um, yeah, I know. It'll be nice. So that that's going to be cool. It's literally just team versus team. Um, no preseason. We're jumping right into the season, which I will know. be fun. It's going to um, be so. I feel like th- I mean, we're like doing all these predictions, and I feel like this is going to be, be such a yeah, such a weird week one. Oh yeah, there's going to be such like random upsets, and there's going to be such like weird stuff going on. Bizarro world is back, folks. Bizarro world, just not quite in the bubble. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's just let's just get into it. So the first game, Ravens Browns. Uh, these are all the or this is the one o'clock game. When we move on to four, we'll we'll mention that. Um, but the Ravens seven seven and a half point favorites. They're excuse me. They're minus three thirty five, and the Browns are plus two eighty five. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vegas kind of expects the Ravens to win here pretty easily, and I think we both expect the same thing. Ravens should continue to roll like they were last year. Um, Lamar Jackson, it'll be um, interesting to see, actually. That's a question I got for you. What, what do you, what Lamar do you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see an improved Lamar from last year, um, kind of the same, or do you think he's going to end up regressing a little bit? He's, he's 100% not going to improve. Um, there's just no realm of possibility that he can improve upon what he did last year. Uh, the matter is, will he say the same or will he regress? And 
logic says that he will regress because right. how, how many times has someone had a magical season and not regressed, regressed the next year? Uh, yeah. even, even Mahomes, who was like the logical candidate for that to be the case for, he still regressed even outside of the injury. Um, even before the injury, he was still having a, a down year compared to what he did before. Um, I'm not saying he will have a down year. He's still going to be incredible. But there, I just think there's no way he could have the same year he had last year. Yeah, I agree with that. To be expected. I mean, obviously now teams have more tape on him. They'll be able to study him more and study that offense more. So you you can't expect them to recreate that season because they were just that offense was just buzzing. Hyster- historic, historically good. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I still think that, that they should win again. The Browns, I mean, on paper, they have a good offense. But, I mean, that's they're the Browns. I mean, there's not really yeah. much you can say other than yeah. that. Like we said on our preview pod, prove it to us. So, I yeah. think the Ravens are going to win. I think they're going to cover. Um, I, I, I will say, like you said, they do have a really good offense. And I think yeah. that maybe us included, but people are underrating how big of a difference it is going from – like an incompetent coach in Freddie kitchens into a possibly competent coach in Kevin Stefanski. Uh, so right. I think that can really, because the Browns always had the talent. They just looked like they had no idea what they're doing last year. And the one issue for them, aside from coaching on offense was their offensive line, which they shored up. Uh, so they drafted yep. or they, they signed Jack Conklin at right tackle. Who's really good. Um, and that, and that was a huge problem area for them. So I think that this is going to be a high scoring game because the, while the Ravens, do have they did improve their run defense? I think that their secondary is a lot worse. So uh, Baker could have a good day. Um, but yeah, Ravens win. Ravens cover. Let's not get cute here with our first preview. Yeah, um, I mean, I will say, you know, like you just you can run down the names of the the offense in uh, in Cleveland. You got Baker. You have OBJ. You have Jarvis. You have Nick Chubb. I think that with that, I mean, those four. I mean, and then they have uh, some good tight ends as well. But um, yeah, Mark Andrews. Or no, yeah. yeah, sorry, Austin Hooper and Njoku, yeah. Yeah, Njoku and, and Hooper, you're right. Um, but I don't know. I Baltimore's going to win, and, and I, I think they're going to cover, but I guess I would not be shocked to see in garbage time Cleveland get to co- get, cover the spread there. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I think that, honestly, this would, as much as, as good as the Ravens were last year and as good as they're projected to be this year, I think this one I'm probably not going to touch because I just think that, uh, week I'd rather just feel out week one and maybe not Absolutely. do an insane amount of bets because yep. I mean last year the the last game the Ravens lost not including the playoffs so the last regular season game lost was against these Browns when Nick Chubb ran for almost 200 yards so yeah, the Browns true. did it the Browns did it last year and granted that was in I think week four before the Ravens really made their hit their stride obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it was just a completely different team but still they still won and they really did kind of punk them so that is in the realm of possibility the Ravens did improve their run defense like we said but um yeah i think we're both predicting the ravens to win and just that maybe for week one either take them with not a lot of money on it to just win straight up even though the odds suck so maybe a low payout as opposed to taking them with the spread yeah cool all right next game colts jaguars uh this gone this game has lock of the day vibes for me um colts are seven and a half point favorites they're minus 385 the jaguars are 325 yeah, I agree with that. I think the Jaguars are going to suck. Um, uh, I mean, Gardner Minshew, my boy, mustache mania. I love you and everything. But um, and DJ Chark, you know, he saved my fantasy season last year. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to play well. I mean, I, I think the Colts now with Philly Rivers, they're going to, they they have a good team. Uh, I think. Yeah, this, they have a really good team. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I think that um, another thing here again bringing the pre-season, non-preseason into things. 
a team as young as the Jaguars need preseason games. And I think that with a lot of the younger teams, the first couple of weeks are probably going to be a little rough because usually they they kind of get on the same page in those first couple of preseason games. And then the third one, their tune-up game, where they play like a full half. I really think that they're that these younger teams like the Jaguars are going to really miss those games this year. So I would expect the, the younger teams to go to start out pretty slow this year. And then I think the Colts will take advantage of that here. Yeah, I agree. I also, I mean, this is like one of the biggest mismatches of week one, I, uh, like the team mismatch, the Colts are just simply much more talented than the Jaguars. And also the coaching mismatch. I think Frank Reich, like I mentioned before, is a very good coach and Doug Marone is, is just a dead man walking. So and whenever a team has a lame duck head coach like that, they almost always have a disappointing year because it's like, yeah. why the hell? Like, what the hell are we even doing here? This is, just seems like a wasted year. Right. And the Jaguars got rid of all their defensive talent. So, Colts are seven and a half point favorites. Take the spread. The the, the money line is terrible. Take the spread. I think that this game's not going to be close. And like, yeah. like you said, I think Philip Rivers, I think he's going to have a really good year with Frank Reich. I just think that's a match made in heaven. And they, yeah, Phil, Frank Reich has, has coached Phil Rivers before, and he like he had, had a good he had a good year. So the familiarity is there. Yeah, I think they'll win by at least 10. So yeah, uh, I'm I agree. comfortable with this. Yeah, cool. All right, so next matchup is the Battle of the Bears, the uh, Eagles versus the <laughs> Washington football teams. Uh, the WFTs. So we, yeah. We're, to, moving forward, I'm calling you the WTFs. That's what the, fine. What Just, the fricks? Yeah, the no names. I don't, I don't care what you call them. They suck. Yeah. Um, so the Eagles are five-and-a-half point favorites. They're minus 245, and the what the fricks are plus 210. Uh, a big thing for this game is I feel like of all the games – but, like this game has the most injury situation riding on it, I would say. Uh, maybe just because I'm following this much closer. But for the Eagles, Javon Hargrave is out, who was their huge free agent signing, uh, their starting defensive tackle. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's out, but he wasn't expected to play, so that wasn't really a surprise. Uh, but Miles Sanders, Derek Barnett, Lane Johnson are all questionable, and neither of them have practiced in the past three to four weeks. And then with the football team, Thomas Davis is out, and Kendall Fuller is questionable or doubtful i uh, i'm not sure but either way i don't i don't think he's expected to play he's still he's been limited at practice so I, yeah i don't think he's expected to play um yeah i mean i don't uh, I, I i don't really know what to say i mean <laughs> matt and i actually went to philadelphia and went to the opening week game last year the the eagles and and the the team um and that was awesome in the first half. The Redskins, oh, the the Washingtons were were winning at half, and I honestly thought I was going to get murdered in Philadelphia <laughs> that day because I was losing my mind. But um, of course, in true Washington fashion, they got blown out in the second half, and and Philly kind of caught their stride. And I don't think that this is going to be remotely close to that. I think Philly's just going to take the game very easily. Um, again, the, the young team in in Washington is. Um, and a new coach, I think it's there's going to a new coaching staff completely. Um, I think that's going to again they haven't had any time to practice in preseason or anything like that. So I don't think they're really going to have they're not going to be on the same page or they're not going to be together on offense and defense. I mean their defense is scary, and I'm excited to watch their defense play, but I don't think the offense is going to do jack. Yeah, I would say the defensive line is scary as opposed to the defense. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that their linebackers and secondary is horrendous. Personally. Yeah, I mean, Thomas it's... Davis is out. I mean, he's there. He, he came in kind of following Rivera uh, from Carolina, he, but he's yeah. also washed. And <laughs> I was going to say, he's also ancient. I love yeah. Thomas Davis. He's the man, but yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's a huge deal. I think the main thing is Kendall Fuller uh, because yeah, they already oh, have sure. a 
they already have a horrendous secondary, and he was like their only bright spot. And with him being out, that's huge. Um, yeah, I've I have a hot take. I think the watch the what the fricks are winning. And yeah. here's that's, my that's yeah hot take. Hot. I know. Here's my reasoning. So and when so there's a there's a bunch of factors going into it, uh, both in favor and, and out of favor for Philly. But Wentz has never had to deal with a bad offensive line in his entire career. They oh like one thing that the Eagles are notorious for is just no matter what we will have a good offensive line, and that's been true for the first four years of Wentz's career. But they could be without three of their preseason starters. Um, their left tackles hurt, so they 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 signed or the, sorry, the right guard got hurt first, so they signed Jason Peters to be a right guard. Brandon Brooks was the guy that got hurt towards Achilles; he's out for the year. Then their left tackle got hurt, so Jason Peters was like, "All right, pay, pay me more money, and I'll move back to left tackle." And now Lane Johnson is questionable; he had surgery on his ankle for quote unquote a cleanup procedure in August. That's not great. Um, so they're starting Matt Pryor, who's a third-year guard who has one start in his career at right guard. Right tackle, they might be starting someone who's never played in the NFL before. And the great equalizer in the NFL is the offensive line versus defensive line mismatch. So a gr- in the Redskins, sorry, the football team, legitimately have a great defensive line. Their whole team is trash, but their defensive line could honestly be the best defensive line in the year or the league at the end of the year. So that's the ultimate equalizer. They could, I mean, Wentz could just not do anything. And Miles is already hurt, so they might not be able to have a run game. Um, and on the other side of the ball, normally, I mean, the Eagles have won, I think their last six or seven against the football team. And they've done that a, a lot of the time just by harassing the quarterback, but the Eagles are, are, are already missing their starting defensive tackle and Hargrave. Their starting defensive end, uh, Derek Barnett is already out. So they, they might, they might not have the normal advantage that they're used to having. So I don't know. I might just be being too negative because I'm an Eagles fan and I know all about their flaws more than any other team. But I just really don't have a good feeling about this. I could just see Scary Terry feasting. I could see the defensive line feasting and, and Wentz just never finding his footing. Yeah, um, and I, I think I'm going to agree with only one thing you said there is that you're an Eagles fan and you're dissecting this way too much. Um, <laughs> All right, but, like, I mean, do you not agree so that, like, the I offenses... agree with everything you said, and that makes a lot of sense. But Washington is not the team to be afraid of. With the, You should not be concerned of that type of stuff because – you like uh, who are you playing next week? For example, who's week two? Week two is the Rams or the Bengals. Okay, I the... if it's the Rams, I think you guys that that'll be your trap game that you literally just described. It's not going to be against Washington, you, honestly. Like okay, but like, what is your reasoning for saying that aside from just like it's not going to happen? Because, um, because I mean, because the offense, because well, I guess it's still kind of a relative unknown. But I don't really have much faith in Haskins, and I would not be shocked to see. 150 total yards from the Redskins this weekend. Yeah, I mean, so Haskins did have a good game against Philly last year, to be fair. He did, in the first half. Yeah, well, no, so the first half, the first game when the the Redskins had, I keep doing that, when the football team had a good half, that was Case Keenum at quarterback. But the second game, Haskins started that entire game, and the the football team was winning up until the Eagles scored, like a last-second touchdown when Greg Ward mossed. um, Who's the cornerback? Uh, that you guys cut that one came from Carolina. I'm blanking on his name. Norman, Josh Norman. Yeah. The uh, the Eagles were down by four with like 10 seconds left and scored on essentially a walk-off, walk-off tater. And these teams are a lot different from last year, but I don't know. I And like I said, I, I could just be putting way too much emphasis on the Eagles' flaws, but uh, I think if they are going to lose a trap game, it's a game like this where the, Red, where the, the team they're playing just has an insane defensive line. Cause that's I don't know fair. Who, I get it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Who they'll play this year that that will have a better defensive line than the I mean Washington the Rams have team. Aaron Donald and yeah but they, they, they just have Aaron Donald 
Yeah, I guess. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're I don't know. I think you're getting in your head here, getting in your <laughs> getting in your Eagles head way too much. Yeah, I know you're I'm... extremely skeptical and you've always been about all the Philly teams. And most for the most part, you've been right about your concerns about any Philly yeah, sports team. I was going to say I was all I was off the Sixers this year and they proved me right. Yeah, and then just a day ago, you you were like the Phillies bullpen is going to blow this game against Miami, and that's exactly what happened. So you you have a weird sixth sense with Philly teams <laughs> losing. So I get it, but just as a Washington fan, and and you've you've paid attention enough to the Washington team to know oh, they're that trash. they're, they're trash. hot garbage. Yeah, and I, it pains me to see to say this, but like it, there's just in no there's no realm of possibility where I could see them winning this game. Just because, again, they're such a young, unexper- unexperienced team. Their defensive line is literally the only bright spot across the offense, defense, and special teams. I don't really think, again, I, when we did our preview, I even said I don't expect Haskins to be anything great this year. I wouldn't be shocked after the first few weeks of, of him being mediocre. They just decide to tank the rest of the season and go for Lawrence in the draft. But I don't know. I just... Maybe we both just hate our teams that much. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, just that could don't honestly expect be them. Yeah, but whatever. Well, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to win. But to be clear, I'm not saying that the football team are better than the Eagles. I just think that this is a game I could see them winning. game, fair. So yeah. I actually do, I and I did already put this in in one, uh, one kind of bet, was that the Redskins would cover the spread. So Yeah, I, if you're not going to say, if, if you're not as confident, in, or I guess not as um, – unconfident I can't think of words now of the Eagles as I am and you're not really don't want to even do the money line because it's too risky for the football team just take the spread five and a half I I really think that this this, the football team is going to cover that yeah I I do too I um and FanDuel actually they have kind of that like survivor pool or whatever yeah uh, with with just the spread so you got to I think like pick five different spreads for each week and this was one of the ones that I picked so Oh, nice. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, we spent a long time on that, but that's going to happen yeah, we when, did. Our, when our two teams play. Uh, yeah. So we'll try and get through some of the, the boring games quickly, which coming up, this is a boring game. Jets Bill. <laughs> Jets stink. Uh, They're going to lose. Yeah. yeah. Bills are six and a half point favorites. Uh, they're minus 278. The Jets are plus 240. The Bills should come out. They should win this one easily. I don't see how the Jets score more than 10 points. The Jets stink. Adam Gase is just a cock and balls. He sucks. Uh, <laughs> get him. Get him out of New York. He has and, no idea uh, what he's doing. Uh, he yeah. he honestly he, looks like he's staring in outer space at all he's, times. He's on the sideline sniffing salts. Just he's going to get fired at the end of the year. I don't yeah. understand. You know what's funny? This is only his second year, in, and he's already deck. a train wreck. Yeah, it took less than a yeah. I don't know. Whatever. They're, Bills going to win. Bills going to cover. Lock it in. Uh, not saying that's our lock of the day. I'm just saying that will happen. Yes, agree. Next. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. So Dolphins Patriots. Uh, Patriots are six and a half point favorites. They're minus two seventy eight. And the Dolphins are plus two thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm honestly just very excited to watch Cam play here. Um, this is an extremely different team that the uh, the Patriots team that we've uh, known and seen in the past. It's pretty much completely overhauled, like we've mentioned in the preview. Yeah. Um, but um, again, I think Cam is is going to be the excitement here and the excitement factor, and and that's all eyes are going to be on him. Yeah. Another hot take: comparing the rosters, Dolphins and Patriots. I think top to bottom, the Dolphins have a better roster. Yeah, I, I can see that. But the, like the Patriots the have the advantage at quarterback and obviously, like you said, head coach. So yep. this Patriots team, I, I really think that uh, the spread and the money line is just a lifetime achievement award for how good the Patriots have been. But yeah, this team is unrecognizable. 
yeah, this team is unrecognizable from the Patriots teams that we're used to. So I think the Dolphins cover. They're not the train wreck that they used to be. Um, they got they like added a bunch of talent over the in the year or sorry in the offseason coming into the year. And Ryan Fitzpatrick just diced this Patriots defense in Week 17 last year, and that was before the Patriots lost the Carters because they opted out. So I probably wouldn't bet on the Dolphins to win, but I would bet on them covering the six and a half spread. Yeah, I get that. Um, I can see that as well. And and I, I think that what Vegas likes to do is play with the emotions of betters. And I think this is one of those trap spots where, again, you just, like you agree. Said, what, just like you said, everyone sees a big name team or a, um, a usual contender like the Patriots. And of course, people are going to hammer, oh, six and a half. That's nothing. They're going to destroy the Dolphins because historically the Dolphins have sucked. So, so people are going to see six and a half and jump all over that. I think it's going to go the other way too. I think the Dolphins are going to cover here. Yeah, cool. All right, so we're in agreement there. Um, yeah, moving on. Bears, Lions. So the Lions are two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 129. The Bears are plus 114. Um, this is this game has Carson vibes to it. I don't really understand why the Lions are favored. They had the second pick in the draft this past year. They stunk. Um, but with that said, Galladay is doubtful, so I'm wondering if that line will change once he gets announced out. I mean, I guess it would have to, right? I mean, I can't see him. Yeah, I can't imagine it wouldn't. Yeah, if he's out, then who the heck is, is uh, Stafford going to throw to? I mean, I would pay attention Marvin to Jones? that. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but pay attention to that and, and lock it up, honestly, sooner rather than later. I think even – I mean, if he's going to play, he's it's he's doubtful. So even if he does play, it's going to be probably very limited. You're not going to get a 100% healthy Galladay, and, and I think you need him against the Bears. And, yeah, I – I'm surprised. I guess the reason the Bears aren't favored here is because of Trubisky, and he blows yeah, too. He's awful. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I get it, but I also see the Bears coming out here and winning this game. Yeah, I think I mean, the Lions stink. They're, they're another example of a lame duck head coach and fucking pencil head Patricia. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think especially like with a, with a hamstring for a wide receiver, it's extremely worrisome. So, yeah. I, I just – I don't see how the Lions would, would push it in week one with Galladay. Let him sit. Let him rest. Um, and that is huge because Galladay is their only really X factor they have on offense. Yeah, uh, I like Stafford, but he can't really carry a team like some of the elite quarterbacks can. So uh, we'll chalk this up for the future. But this has this has a uh, Carson dog vibes. So what are the designations again now for injuries? It's doubtful is like the lowest, and then you have questionable, and that's it, right? Yeah, they're not allowed to have probable anymore. That's right. Yeah. So okay. I mean, when I see doubtful, that to me is he's not playing. So yeah, I, I, I would get that in early, honestly, if you're going to take him. Yeah, because honestly, I think with or without Galladay, I still do think the Bears win. But the yeah. line will the line will change when Galladay is out. That's all. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. So next game, Packers Vikings. Uh, Vikings are two and a half point favorites. They're minus one thirty seven, and the Packers are plus one twenty. Yeah, I actually I like this one too as a dog. I think the Packers are going to win here. I really like them. I feel like they always get up for these division p- opponents, um, especially you know the Vikings and Packers have always kind of gone back and forth. It's always been fun to watch them. Um, and obviously, the home field's kind of neutralized this year across the league. Uh, it is in Minnesota, but I don't think that's really going to make a difference. Um, and I think most importantly, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, has a huge chip on his shoulder right now after the Packers drafted Jordan Love. And I think the last thing he wants is to have a quarterback controversy. So I think he's going to come out and he's going to be like, F you, Packers. Here, let me show you why I'm the starting quarterback and why you made a mistake drafting a quarterback. I ha- yeah, I have no idea why the Vikings are favored in this game. The Packers yeah. the Packers beat them twice last year. Yeah. And the Vikings lost eight 
defensive contributors from the year before where the Packers are returning most of their team. Uh, who did like who did the Packers lose? That's important. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Mm, I mean, yeah, they, no one, right? They they had a train wreck of an offseason, which maybe they think that like there's just a, too much of friction between Rodgers and the front office. But I'm kind of with you where I think Rodgers is the he's just gonna be like, all right, screw you. Like I'm just gonna have the best year of my career now, and exactly have wasted that pick. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this also has Carson dog vibes. I cannot for the life of me understand understand why the Vikings are favored. Um, like I said, the Packers beat them twice last year, and the Vikings got worse. They lost to Fon Diggs, and they lost eight of their defensive contributors. So yeah, yeah. Carson dog vibes here. I'm very very confident that the Packers win. Yeah, Kirk sucks. Um, yeah, next. he blows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Seahawks Falcons at one. Uh, the Seahawks are two and a half point favorites. They're minus one thirty, and the Falcons are plus one fifteen. Yeah, I, I like the Seahawks here. I'm surprised it's only two and a half. I don't know why. What, what the big deal about Atlanta is this year? They sucked last year and they didn't, they do, much, they didn't do much to get better. So I, I don't really know. I think this is another classic example of betters just being like, oh, the Falcons have Matt Ryan and they have Julio Jones. So they're probably going to be pretty good. I'm going to bet on them. Yeah, I think that the Seahawks are going to win pretty easily here. Um, and keep this in mind too, folks. Um, if, if the Seahawks lead at half, or well, if they're up by four or more points, Bet your mortgage on them to win the game because under Russ, um, Russell Wilson, if they have a four-point lead at halftime, they are 56-0. and 0. That's insane. You mentioned that on the preview pod with the Seahawks, yeah. and I still haven't really gotten over it. That's a really good pull. That's a great stat. So, yeah, they're winning by four more. Live bet the living hell out of them. Yeah, I'm going to put everything. I'm going to withdraw every cent in my bank account and take <laughs> my parents' money too and put it all in this. Mom, Dad, I have an investment for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> investment opportunity. Um. Honestly, even if the Seahawks are losing, assuming it's not like fifty nothing, I'm probably going to live bet them to win at halftime too, and just take the plus odds if they're losing. Yeah, they are a good second half team in general, anyway. Yeah. So, so, and I really am out on the Falcons. I think they stink. I think their head coach stinks. Another lame duck head coach. That's a ton of them in the league. <laughs> um, so yeah, Seahawks. I think con- considering the spread, I think this is one of my favorite because I think they're going to win by three or more. Yeah, easy. I think that's yeah. an easy win, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I like as like as far like you. For example, the Colts, I think, have a better chance of winning, but the seven and a half point spread is a lot, whereas this is only two and a half. So uh, that's kind of the logic there. But next game, Raiders, Panthers. Uh, the Raiders, are two, and a half, yeah, Raiders <laughs> are two and a half point favorites. They're minus 143. Minus 143. Panthers are plus 125. Who the hell cares? Yeah, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I hope Christian McCaffrey goes off, but um, that's about it. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, have... I don't care about the Raiders really at all. They're probably going to win because the Panthers are yeah, – uh, they're just they like – this, this is a rebuilding year. I really, really like Teddy, and I hope he does well. But he has a bad offensive line. He clearly has that shaky knee that he hurt uh, like four years ago now, uh, or maybe three years ago. I can't remember exactly when. But they have a terrible secondary. The Raiders, they did load up on their skill positions this year. I could see Henry Ruggs taking one or two to the house. So yeah. the Ravens are, Raiders are probably going to win, but who the hell cares? Don't waste your time with this game. Watch all the other great games. Yeah. So cool. then moving on then to uh, the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, the yep. first game is the Chargers and the Bengals. Uh, the Chargers are a three-point favorite here at, and uh, minus 159 money line, and the Bengals are plus 140. So Burrow's first game, what do you think, how do you think he's going to do? Man, that guy, so like I said, he's cool as a cucumber, under pressure. I think he's going to come out looking good. I, I, I'm excited to watch him play. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's any, any realm of possibility where – where uh, Burrow comes out and shows nerves. That's just he's just a stone cold killer. That's not yeah, in his ice in, in his veins. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, it's not in his DNA to, to be nervous about something. Um, no, not at all. The talent on these two teams is very, very much in favor of the Chargers. Yeah. But I, I, I'm losing Derwin James hurts. 
They still have a great defensive line. They still have great skill positions, but I don't trust Tyrod. Um, uh, granted, they're only three-point favorites, the Chargers are, but I would not be surprised if the Bengals won here. I, I, like I said, I'm all in on Burrow, and I'm all out on the Chargers, so time to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I think the Chargers are going to end up winning the game. Um, I think Burrows will play well, but he doesn't have enough pieces around him, and that defense is not that great at all. But yeah, defense stinks. Yeah, so I think that you know, even though he may have a good game um, in his first game, it's obviously going to be looked at a little, little more under a microscope. So you know, if he has an effective game, that's still going to be chalked up as a good game, and I think he will have an effective game. Um, but I don't think he's going to do m- enough to get the win for the Bengals. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm undecided. I, I wouldn't be surprised when I, I go back and forth whether yeah, I, what, I, what I think is actually going to happen. Um, so next game, the Cardinals 49ers. Uh, this game's at 425. The Niners are six and a half point favorites. They're minus 295, and the Cardinals are plus two, 255. Yeah, um, so uh, no shock to anyone. Debo Samuels is out for the Niners there. Um, and that that's going to hurt because he he started playing very well for them at the end of the season last year, and then hopefully you know he gets back healthy and uh, he'll be able to be effective for him. Um, yeah, I I think the Niners end up winning, but um, I don't know. I I can see the Cardinals making a little bit of noise here. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'm with you. I think the Niners win, but I I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals cover. Um, the Niners are out. Debo, their other rookie receiver Brandon Ayuk has been limited all camp with a hamstring injury, and like we said about Galladay ha- wide receivers and hamstrings is never a good thing. Um, and I, I really think the Cardinals of all the teams in the NFL, aside from maybe the Bengals, just adding Burrow. I think that the Cardinals improved the most adding, uh, adding DeAndre Hopkins and then drafting Jeffrey Simmons in the first round. Um, so that, like without, without a lot of the receivers and 49ers are going to need to rely on the run game. But the only good thing the Cardinals did on defense last year was stop the run. Um, and then they added Jeffrey Simmons, like I said, this year, so hopefully they won't be historically bad against mm-hmm. tight ends like they were last year. Um, Kittle's still going to get his. You're not going to totally shut him down, but I don't think he's going to totally wreck the game like tight ends did to the Cardinals last year. So I have the Cardinals covering, but I, I still think the Niners are going to win. I think th- at the end of the day, they're just too good. And Shanahan, I don't see him really losing a week one game. Yeah, I, that's that was going to be my thing. That sh- I don't see Shanahan losing um, at least week one uh, and, and against a, a inferior team. Um, he's, he's generally pretty good against teams that are clearly worse than him, than his team. So yeah, I can true. see it. I think that they're going to win here. Um, but yeah, he's also not been known to keep a lead and hold a lead. Uh, so, <laughs> well, it's not the Super Bowl, so yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to kind of, they're not going to be able to, to rack up the score here and, and score a bunch. So I, I do think there's a good chance that the Cardinals cover as well. Yeah, and I really do think that Cliff Kingsbury is, is, is a good coach and is going to have a good yeah. year. So Yeah, I agree. And of, of all the teams that might take a leap from mediocrity to really good, the, I think the Cardinals have to be number one on that list. Yeah, we mentioned that on the on the preview for them. So, uh, yeah, they, they have a good chance. Yeah, so it might start here. All right, um, well, next game, Bucks saints uh, The Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 175, and the Bucks are plus 150. And for me, I think this is the game of the week. Yeah, I mean, it's going to obviously have the – it has the most intrigue uh, because you yeah. literally have no idea what you're going to get out of Tampa Bay. Um, it looks like Mike Evans is going to be out. I mean, he's doubtful. And last year there was only one player, and I forget – it was a lineman, I believe, for the Bucks, who was listed as doubtful for the entire season, and he sat. Um, so they don't use that doubtful tag very often, if at all. Um, so expect Mike Evans to be sitting here. Um, 
Yep, agreed. Just just how uh, you said the the Chargers and the Bengals is a complete toss up for you. That's exactly how I feel about this game. I have no idea what what's going to happen in here. Yeah, I I think the regardless of Mike Evans' status, I think the Bucks are going to win. Um, for whatever reason, the Saints are notoriously really bad in Week One, and I, know, I have no idea why. Uh, like last year, they like got really really lucky and they beat the Texans on like a sixty yard field goal to end the game when they had no business winning. Two years ago was when they got Ryan Fitzpatrick and just got absolutely dominated and <laughs> just week boned. One. Yeah. And the year before that, they started 0-2. I can't remember who they lost to in week one, but they started out 0-2 and were really bad. So for whatever reason, and all three of those years, the Saints finished 13-3. and So I'm not saying that they're going to have a bad year, but for whatever reason, they have a bad week one. I don't know why. I expect the trend to continue. And Tom Brady, I think his arm is toast, but I think in week one, he's still, he's still going to be good. And I think that if anybody's going to come out in week one and try to have an FU season, it's probably Tom Brady. So but I think the Bucs are going to win. I actually really like the talent on the Bucs. I think their defense is good. I think that they'll be able to slow down the Saints' offense, especially how old Drew Brees is and Kamara's already banged up. So, yeah, Saints are still going to have a good year, but for week one, I'm taking the Bucs. Yeah, makes sense. I can see I can see either team winning, honestly. Um, the Saints are my pick to come out of the NFC, uh, as I've mentioned before. So I'm going to have – I'm inclined to say they're going to win um, yeah. because this is a division game and they're going to need – probably win every – they're going to probably need to win every division game to, to get that number one seed in the NFC and, and kind of get through the um, – have that first round bye and, and have the home field advantage. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean – I, I it's guess tough. It's yeah, tough. It's, it's hard. Um, I, this one's a toss-up for me and I, I really have no clue. Yeah. All right. Well, you don't need to have a clue. It's only week one. Um, <laughs> so last game – of the, the slate here on Sunday night, the Cowboys Rams. Uh, this is another the game I think is going to be awesome. Um, Cowboys are three point favorites. They're minus one forty eight, and the Rams are plus one twenty eight. Yeah, uh, I, Cowboys love to disappoint in prime time, and I think McVeigh knows the Cowboys pretty well from when he was in Washington, and I, I think that's more so he knows their defense rather than the offense because their offense is relatively new. They, they're all young, and um, he McVeigh was only there for. It was um, Dak's rookie season. So I think it's more so that defense, although it has been overhauled the last few years, I do think the schemes and things can be kind of similar. Um, and I think McVay is, is – he's very smart, and he's one of the smartest offensive minds in the game in terms of a coach. And he's obviously shown that because he can he spoon-fed um, Goff kind of where he should be throwing and how he should be progressing through his, his tree and everything. So I can see the Rams winning here. And I honestly, being a, a Washington fan, I hope they win because screw the Cowboys. They can burn for all I care. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I want, I hope, and I have a feeling that the Rams will pull this one out. Yeah, I, I disagree with you. And the thing about McVay knowing the Cowboys defense pretty well, I, I disagree with, uh, I mean, he's been out of, out of the division for four years now. So it, it's been a while. Like you said, he's only there for Dak's rookie year. And and back to the Cowboys defense, uh, they're like completely unrecognizable from the defense that they had when McVay was in Washington. Uh, they have a new defensive coordinator. They've overhauled their defense a lot by like the Byron Jones is gone, who was their stud. Uh, they lost, I guess, Robert Quinn was there last year. He wasn't there when McVay was there. But mainly they have a new defensive coordinator who completes a completely different system than what the Cowboys ran four years ago when McVay was there and Tony Romo was the quarterback. Um, well, Cowboys can suck it, and I hope they lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that statement. I just did disagreed with the reasoning. I also think the Cowboys win, as much as it pains me to say. Uh, I'm, right. it, I'm in on the Cowboys this year. I think they're going to have a historically good offense uh, with, yeah. with Dak at the helm in a contract year and all the weapons they have. And I'm, and I'm out on the Rams. I think McVay took the league by storm for two years, and then he kind of got figured out. And I don't think that he – can adjust. I don't think 
I think he's a really good coach. I think he's really smart. I think that he needs a smarter quarterback to do what he really wants to do. Yeah, I get that. That's fair. Um, I think last year definitely was a down year for the Rams. I think that um, because of that, I think they kind of have that bounce back narrative. But I also think that's why they're um, not favored. They're the dogs in this situation. Obviously, the Cowboys, you know, they are, they also have very lofty expectations around the league. That everyone kind of expects them to to be one of the perennial teams in the NFC. So um, this it makes sense that why they're favored. Uh, but I, I can see the Rams coming out strong here and, and taking this win. Yeah, I, I can see it. I, I'm not predicting it. That's what okay. I'm Okay, well, I'm going to go with the Rams. You're going with the Cowboys, clearly, and, and we'll see what happens come Monday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait for one of us to roast the other one. Yep. Um, all right, so that's it. That's all the games for Sunday. Like I said, there are two Monday night games that we'll cover on Monday. Uh, but for today on Saturday, we're just doing the Sunday slate. Uh, and we're doing this on Saturday, obviously, to give everybody some time to listen to it and to you know get in the bets that they want for the game, uh, for the day, I, I should say. And then also – you know, maybe for some fantasy stuff that we've talked about. Um, but we'll end it, as we always do, with our picks of the day. So these will still count towards our to- our overall record. Obviously, we're just doing a full NFL slate, but there's enough games here, obviously, where I don't think we really had any that much difficulty picking one. Um, nope. So we'll start off. Lock of the day. What do you think? Uh, I like the Colts, honestly. I think that they're going to take care of business pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. I think the biggest mismatch is week one, Colts-Jaguars. Um, other contenders are the Bills and the Ravens. But uh, week one's always been weird. So for me, take the better coach, take the better team, take the better quarterback, and pick against the lame duck head coach. Again, Doug Marone has no business still coaching that team. So, yeah, yeah. Colts, lock it in, lock of the day. Marone the Jabron. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's yes. good. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go with Colts, lock of the day. So for dog, I think we have a few here. Uh, we mentioned the Bears. We mentioned the, the Packers. You mentioned the F- Washington football team. I, I don't want to really – include them here but what say you yeah um the, the what the fricks i kind of added just more fun than or i don't want to do it i agree with you i don't want them to officially yeah, be LOL, our pick. they're not they're not nowhere close yeah to that. please get them away. um the, the two i highlighted the most are the Bengals or sorry the bears and the packers um mm-hmm. between the two i think just take the better team and i think that's the packers so um they're my pick for the dog of the day i think that it'll, it'll be a good game with the vikings but i think that they, I mean, they beat them twice last year Vikings only got worse, and I think their narrative for Aaron Rodgers to just be like, all right, screw you, management, and like, watch me have the best year of my career is very yep. much on the table. Yep, I agree with all of that, and then Packers would be my first pick as well. So Cool. All right, so, dog, Carson, don't fail us now. He's taking a nap, but if he was awake, he would bark and let us, let us know that we made the right choice. Yeah. Um, all right, so for player prop, they don't have all of the data for the games available yet, so uh, we don't have everything, so we won't officially lock something in, but from what we have available for some of the games, um, I like Kyler over 235 passing yards. Uh, they, they're probably going to be losing, and I think that they're going to want to show off the shiny new toys they have with Hopkins, so I could see them passing a lot. Uh, Dak over 287 because the Rams, not only fired their uh, Wade Phillips, their defensive coordinator, I don't think they have – they have really they have two high-level talents in Donald and Ramsey. I don't think that's enough. Uh, so Dak I like. Um, Josh Allen under 222 because I think that they're not going to need a pass and they're just going to run it all over the Jets' throat. Um, baby Chark over 55. Do, 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 do. <laughs> over 55.5 receiving just because the Jaguars are going to be losing all game and they're going to have to pass a lot. And then the last one of all these is the Chris Carson under 17 and a half receiving yards because he never catches the ball. I don't. They actually, if this game, if this over under was 0.5, I would take the under. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm looking that up now kind of what his 
his stats were Chris Carson's. But I like the um, – I do like Baby Shark. I like DJ over 55. Yeah. That's That seems ridiculously low for him, honestly. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, uh, in last year, Chris Carson had 37 catches total. Yeah, that's not so, a lot. And, and 266 yards. So that's very I, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I don't, I don't yeah. really think that's it's such gonna... a low, yeah, <laughs> it's such a low total that he could just take one screen pass and for 18 yards. I know um, that's, but the, like, that's it, the crappy part about it. Yeah. The one thing that I want to note that, so this game's not available yet, the Eagles and the football team, but once they release it, I think we'll end up locking the Deshaun Jackson over because he should be, if they had a hall of fame for just week one performances, <laughs> he would be up there. That's your yeah. line that I stole from you, but it's still true. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in his in his days with Philly, I think every every week one game he goes crazy. Even in Washington when he was here, in um, his two years in Tampa Bay, he did the same thing. Yeah, but it's it's just you know death taxes. Deshaun going off in week one. I mean, last year was the only game he played was in week one, and he had over 150 yards and two touchdowns yeah. <laughs> against this football team. Yes. So assuming that's not astronomically high, and and like even for actual game reasons, why one. This the the football team have a terrible secondary. Two, uh, the Eagles receivers are banged up with Jalen Rager. He's probably still going to play. I, I guess we never mentioned that um, he was initially expected to be out, but he wasn't even listed on the injury report. So Jalen Rager's playing, but I could see them limiting him because he's a rookie and he's hurt. Um, and Alshon Jeffrey's out, so this is just going to be, I think, a DJX fest. And Wentz loves throwing the DJX. So when that comes out, we'll lock it in, assuming it's not too high. Um, yeah. Like we said, we won't do anything official on the prop yet. But the game prop, we will do something official. And for me, I like the Packers Vikings under forty five and a half. What do you yeah. think about that? I so I think that final score is gonna end up being like twenty seven to seven. So Oh, you think it's gonna be like a route route? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as close as, as people expect it to be. Um but I can see twenty seven fourteen, which would still also cover this. Um yeah. so uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be somewhere around that that I think I think no team is going to go over thirty points, um, and and I think that the Packers should win pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. And last year, this both games went went under this total. So okay, that's the one I like. So to confirm, our lock is the Colts, our Carson dog, or the Packers player prop uh, not available or not. We're not locking anything in yet, but leaning towards the DJX over, depending what it is. Yep. Uh, and game prop: Packers Vikings under forty five and a half. Yeah, and our uh, our understudy of the player prop, I like Chark over 55 if DJX is something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the ones we mentioned, yeah, unofficially baby Chark under – or, oh, sorry, over 55 and a half. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Cool. All right, well, happy week one. Uh, excited that we finally have football back in this weird time. I'm glad football was able to make it. Let's hope they can finish. <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, let's start this week off, week one off uh, with some wins here. Hopefully we'll go 4-0 and for you guys and uh, – Enjoy watching. It's going to be fun to finally have football back, and um, we will we will check back in on Monday. But until then, bears out. Peace.